0: Story is one that shows that God truly comes close even when we question, even when we yell and scream at Him. He really does lean into His children.
1: Hello and welcome to the Word in Action podcast from Bible League International. I'm your host, Michael Woolworth. This month, you're in for a treat as you hear the testimony of Lori Jane from the Mindanao region of the Philippines. Born with one leg shorter than the other, she was bullied as a child, her parents divorced. And she wanted to end her life. But God has been faithful to Lori Jane, and he's doing amazing things through her ministry. I'm joined by uh, my colleagues, uh, Heather and uh, Kellen and uh, Romy. And uh, the three of you were able to kind of gather together in Romy's native country of the Philippines recently there in Southeast Asia to see God and work through the ministry of uh, Bible League. Uh, Tell us, what part of the country did you visit? Talk about some of the tribes that live there. What are some of the languages spoken? And then uh, what are some of the dynamics that uh, define that area where you were at?
0: Yeah, so we were on the island of Mindanao Uh, in a city called Wao del Sur. Um, It's actually one of the poorest areas of the Philippines. Um, I'll let Romy speak into the dynamics of languages and tribes, but I know for Heather and I, it was about a 36-hour travel day to get there. Mm. Um, We were in the mountains, and uh, it was a really beautiful area. It's called the Fruit Basket of the World. So it's a place Mm. where The soil is rich enough to grow anything. Uh, There's a pineapple plant there, some of the best mangoes we've ever had, um, and really some of the nicest people I've ever met. Mm. It was a really cool experience.
2: Yeah, Wao is actually politically subdivided into 26 barangays or districts. And a particular community we visited, uh, most of the people there are called Maranao, uh, which means people of the lake Because the area is surrounding Lanao Lake, which is the second largest lake in the Philippines. And most people there, they speak Cebuano. That's why we bring our friend Bishop Ray. Uh, We bring him there to translate for us. But they also understand Tagalog, which is my dialect. And they also understand English as well.
1: Now, you and I traveled to uh, Malaysia back in uh, February, Rome. I know when we travel internationally, um, our senses are fully engaged. I mean, you're seeing things, you're smelling things, you're touching things, you're remembering all of these things. Um, Heather, what are some of the things that uh, stuck out to you uh, after this this trip?
3: For me, I really noticed uh, the mix of cultures um, when we were eating, um, just the different types of food they would serve. So you could have a meal and there could be a whole table filled with food, and you could have um, dishes with a Spanish influence. You could have traditional Philippine dishes. Um, You could also have Hmm. some um, Japanese-inspired curry, or I mean some Middle Eastern-inspired curry or Japanese influence. (laughs) Um, And then you could also have something that's uh, barbecued. So there's definitely a huge mishmash of cultures present, um, from when the Spanish ruled the islands, as well as, you know, being um, close in proximity to Japan, as well as um, just the American influence there. So Mm -hmm. it was really cool to see.
1: I know in a moment you're going to tell the amazing story uh, of a woman by the name of uh, Lori Jane, but before we talk about her, tell us maybe about one or two other people that you met that really stuck out uh, in in your memory.
0: Uh, For me, it's Pastora Gloria who is um, Lori Jane's mentor. She's the pastor of Lori Jane's church. Mm. Um, she was very great at getting things done. She was, she could see gifts in people and she would mm. empower people to step up and and really step into those gifts. I know the first time she met me, she asked me if I could speak at her church, which is completely out of my comfort zone, but she made me feel like I could, Mm. and I I think that's really a gift the Lord has given her to empower people, and I think she's really empowered Lori Jane to Mm. step into this ministry, and she's built a thriving church in the middle of this town, and every place we went, she was stopping to share the gospel. Um, She Mm. would stop kids and read the Bible with them. She would stop adults and just asked, do you know about Jesus? It was really, really inspiring.
1: Romy, who'd you meet that really uh, stuck out in your mind?
2: <laughs> I met my new best friend there. He, his name is Brother Ram. I think um, Kellen and Heather are familiar with him. He's a big fellow, and I say that as a compliment. He's uh, jolly and so easy to talk to him. Fortunately, he speaks Tagalog, which is my dialect, um, as I mentioned earlier, so we get along pretty well. And I was able to get his inspiring testimony on how God saved him from the, an intense spiritual battle through the power of prayer by Pastor Gloria hmm. and Pastor Lori Jane. And obviously, the, the victory is the Lord's and Brother Ram and all his family are now serving God at the church. Uh, in music ministry and this big guy knows how to sing and how to dance he is the kind of person that uh, it it can be hard for you to forget uh, once you met him and I can't wait to share his testimony on our official website anytime soon.
1: Mm. I love this story of Lori Jane, um, born with one leg shorter than the other. Um, she was bullied by other children. Uh, her parents divorced. Uh, she wanted to end her life. Actually, uh, tried to do so by, uh, see, drinking gasoline and cutting her wrist. In all of these circumstances, though, um, you know she questioned God, and He answered and He showed Lori Jane her incredible worth. Talk about her uh, early life, Kellen. Yeah, Lori Jane was born. Um, she has
0: no bone in her right leg at all. So she's mm. walked with a crutch her entire life. Um, and both like you said, her parents divorced, they have separate families now. So when she was young, she moved into the church. When she was in high school, she experienced Christ and really gave her life to the Lord and said she felt in that day like a newborn baby. Mm. She said she had lived <laughs> with such hatred and such self pity. Um, not understanding, I mean, what child would really understand why God would make them that way and then break their family. And she said Mm -hmm. in that moment in the altar of the church, she really felt like a newborn baby, that all that self-pity was gone, all that hatred was gone, Mm -hmm. and she just wanted to live for the Lord. So she moved into the church because she said at the church she could learn how to pray, she could learn (laughs) how to worship, Mm -hmm. she could learn how to serve God, and she couldn't do that at home. So she's been living at the church now for about 10 years, um, and it was really gone headfirst into ministry, but yeah, her her story is one that shows that God truly comes close even when we question, even when we yell and scream at him. He Hmm. really does lean into his children.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Lori Jane will say that her disability didn't define her. God did, right? Um, She had a prison ministry and and visited hospitals uh, to pray with those who were sick, Uh, even with uh, cancer and brain tumors. Um, Some died, but not before Lori Jane was able to introduce them uh, to Jesus. Uh, Heather, talk about um, her ministry to these uh, patients. Yeah,
3: she's just so full of joy, um, and everything she does, she really um, has, like, this awareness that God can use anything. Um, To reach the people that she talks to. So, Mm -hmm. one time she told me a story where she actually fell down on her way to do a Bible study, and a lady came and helped her. And she ended up um, uh, reaching her with the gospel, sharing the gospel with her. Hmm. And um, that lady ended up accepting Christ. And a few Mm -hmm. weeks later, she passed away. So, when Lori Jane tells that story, she says, Even though I fell down, God used that situation um, to bring this lady to Christ. So even though it was uncomfortable for her, she, she um, sees everything she does as the Lord can reach anyone through it.
1: Yeah. Rome, anything else you want to add about uh, Lori Jane and that it, uh, incredible uh, ministry to, uh, to prisoners and uh, to, to patients? Yeah,
2: I want to add details about her healing, healing ministry in the hospital. Uh, I was actually praying with her online, uh, praying for cancer patients and other patients with severe conditions. And whenever I hear sad news from her that the person we prayed for um, just passed away, in all honesty, I was feeling sad. I was feeling upset. And even the family of the patients, obviously, and some of them are questioning why their loved ones were not healed even though we prayed for them. And I realized that God sent Lori Jane to these persons who were at the end of their rope. So they would come to know Jesus and accept him as their Lord and Savior. So even though their physical body uh, was not healed, their spirit was healed indeed. And I can say that her healing ministry was a success. It, it's not a sour graping, but that's the best mm healing a person can get the spiritual healing the salvation of their souls
1: yeah yeah lori jane is credited with starting uh, about 50 uh, bible studies maybe more uh, using bible materials in the homes of uh, people in her community and really reaching hundreds uh, with the gospel Uh, with her physical challenges kellen how how does she carry out this uh, this amazing uh, ministry
0: You know, it's really fascinating to watch, Lori Jane. As we said, um, Wao is, it's a mountainous area. And Mm. it's, these houses are at the bottom of hills, at the bottom of muddy, rocky hills that we fell up more than one time. But Lori Jane Mm. takes friends, she takes her crutch, and she doesn't let it stop her. And she stops at house after house after house. And you'll see people just come from all around the community into these homes. And it'll be a two-bedroom home with, one that didn't even have doors that's just bursting at the seams. We had children looking in the windows just to hear her talk about the love of Jesus. And hmm. she truly has become an inspiration in this community with people saying, if she can do this, why can't I? Yeah. If if she can do this with her physical condition, with, with the life that she's lived, if she can love the Lord like this, why can't I? And so it hmm. really was impactful, I think, we stopped several times on the way just to pray over people. It wasn't even that we were having to host a full Bible study, but she just wanted to stop and pray for people. She just wanted to stop and make sure people knew about Jesus. Yeah. So 50 Bible studies in itself is incredible, but <laughs> there's no telling how many people this woman has reached just despite everything. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, Heather, I heard she ministers like six days a week. This is a this is a woman that's fully engaged, yeah? Yeah. Rides a horse, rides on the back of a motor scooter, uh, has friends travel with her. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's great about just keeping us updated on her ministry. I mean, um, she's fully engaged in all this, isn't she?
3: Oh, yeah. She sends a ton of selfies all the time <laughs> uh, of her with people that she's ministering hmm. to. Um, she, like you said, she does Bible studies six days a week. Um, so sometimes she'll go to two or three Bible studies in a day. Um, and share the gospel mm. with people. Mm. So she really, she has this perseverance about her um, that no matter what the situation is, she keeps going and she doesn't let um, circumstances or situations really stop her. She's she's very perseverant.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lori Jane is quick to acknowledge. Uh, she's had some training from, from Bible League, and she said, you know, that really helped her, equipped her to, to minister and to kind of, you know, get organized in her uh her ministry, um, how does Bible League make it easy, Romy, uh, for people to engage others in God's Word Any, anywhere in the world? You know, you and I saw this in Malaysia in February, and of course you saw this uh, recently in the, the Philippines. How, how does Bible League make it easy for, for anybody uh, to, to engage mm-hmm. others in God's Word?
2: The main factor that the Bible League helps in spreading God's Word uh, is by breaking the language barrier by providing Bible study materials and also Bible that are translated in their own language and dialect, which is very, very crucial for them to know more about Jesus and his love Mm. and also his gift of salvation.
1: She's a real encourager. I mean, I gather that as I read the stories I'm listening to you all this morning. Um, I saw that she said to another person, uh, you know, God gave you a, a perfect body. He gave me an imperfect body. But he works through all of us. I mean, that really means something coming from somebody who's endured physical uh, challenges, bullying, a broken family, yeah. and the desire to end her life. Kellen, agree?
0: Yeah, completely. It was. I know, even for me to to watch this woman obey the Lord. Hmm. Um, You know, not knowing what the Lord was going to do with her, not knowing how the Lord was going to use this, but she just obeyed. It really Hmm. was inspiring for me that it's not up to us to see the end result, but we obey the Lord and we trust (laughs) that the Lord has good. And, Hmm. you know, Lori Jane told a story that one day she prayed healing over somebody and he looked at her and he said, if God didn't heal you, why would he heal me? Hmm. And I thought, what a what a powerful story. And she said, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know, but he can. Hmm. And She said a week later, the man Hmm. was healed. And so I think Mm -hmm. just to be able to lean into God can, and that's what she does. She leans into that idea that God can. God is powerful enough to heal anybody, and she's going to pray it.
1: Yeah, one of her favorite verses, Heather, is uh, Isaiah 6-8. You know, whom shall I send? Who will go? I I would think that, uh, you know, she has answered that call very, very admirably. Talk about how that scripture drives her ministry, Isaiah 6-8.
3: Yeah, through that scripture um, and her response to it, it just shows that she understands that the best way God can use someone is just with someone who has a willing heart and who is willing to say yes to him. Mm -hmm. You know, he's asking the question, and it's just a matter of if you're going to respond and say yes to his call. Um, And then also she... Depends on God to supply all her needs when she does go. So He sends her, and she continues to trust Him in that sending to supply everything she needs to do her ministry. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Personally, after hearing um, her testimony um, about her condition, her situation, it has been a wake up call even for me. Because sometimes I'm telling God, Lord, I'm, I'm so tired already. My body is not cooperating anymore. Hmm. And it's so tiring. But then I, I realized how strong Lori Jane is despite her situation. Hmm. So it was as if God puts a mirror in front of me and he told me, look at you. Hmm. And then you are complaining. And yeah, you are correct, Michael. Lori Jane really is an encourager.
1: In our final moments together, I guess anybody can chime in here to Mm -hmm. tell us maybe two or three ways that we can pray for for Lori Jane and the ministry of Bible League uh, in the Philippines. Romy, you want to start? Mm -hmm. How can we pray? Uh,
2: Earlier today, Michael, I asked Lori Jane. uh, I told her the Bible League wants to pray for you. What is your prayer request? Mm. And her selfless uh, response was, please pray for our church because they are expanding their church building because the members keep growing and they need a bigger place for worship. So they have this problem, which which is a good problem nonetheless. I was touched because her immediate response was not for herself, but for her ministry in their community. Hmm. And that defines her character, which causes me to respect her even more. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: I would just um, ask listeners to also pray for protection um, because they are in an area that does historically have some violence and conflict um, uh, between people uh, following Islam um, and the surrounding region. So Mm. I would just pray for continued protection over their church as well as they reach out to neighboring areas.
1: Okay. Kellen.
3: I think one thing we saw there, we did see a lot of health problems.
1: I mm. think,
0: you know, as we said, this area is very poor and a yeah. lot of people can't afford nutritious food. A lot of them eat rice for two meals a day. And we saw a lot of health problems and just praying that Lori Jane's healing ministry, that the Lord will continue to use that. Um, we saw a lot of people with, with vision problems. So praying that that Bible League can maybe look into an audio Bible ministry there Um mm. People there are hungry for the gospel. And, and in the midst of what, you know, as Americans, what seems like a hopeless situation of, of a sad situation, they're joyful and they're happy. They know the Lord loves them and they want to know more. And just really praying that the ministry can continue to grow as it has.
1: Amen and amen. Uh, those are helpful ways to pray for the work of Bible League and our co-labor in the Lord, Lori Jane. Kellen, Heather, and Romy, thank you so much for traveling to the Mindanao region of the Philippines to be able to share her wonderful story today. And friends, thank you for listening and for supporting Bible League with your prayers and financial gifts. Will you follow Bible League on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And you can sign up for our e-newsletter and verse of the day and learn more about becoming a monthly sower at BibleLeague.org. That's BibleLeague.org. And let us know how today's program impacted you. Email us at podcast at bibleleague.org. I'm Michael Woolworth for the Word in Action podcast.